The boys are back. Carrot, Macca, Macca. Hopefully, you're not doing any seedy stuff in a car park for this week's podcast. No, back in Townsville, uh, Townsville, Carnarvon, Jason. How are you? Townsville. I was going to say, mate, you <laughs> flying the other side of the country if you're there, mate. Nah, no. Nah, thought thought I was in Queensland there for a second. I'm just drinking a four X gold in my um, oh. Top X Dubby cooler. But no, getting ready to um, drive down the road to Perth. Friday for the big game Sunday. Can't beautiful, wait. Beautiful. When are, you, are you starting drinking now and you're going to keep going until Sunday or are you going to give yourself a little rest in between? Nah, I've got a couple of days worth of work to uh, get through yet and then uh, we'll see what happens Friday. Catch up with Cooley and a few of the other boys. So yeah, it's going to be a big weekend. Excellent. I love it. I hear, I hear Cooley's number one fan of the podcast. He, he hasn't he hasn't offered to come on or anything yet. Or is, he, is, he, is he that much of a fan or is he just like listening in the in the distance? Yeah, he's always been a bit shy, a bit quiet. Um, get him a few beers into him, but he'll uh, loosen up a little. Well, that's where you come in, Mac. He's Macca. actually got COVID at the moment, oh, I'm afraid. Oh, all right. He's well, um, in ISO, so it's a bit touch and go if he's actually going to make it back to Perth for the state of origin. Well, Cooley, we're, we're thinking of you, mate. Uh, I love you. I miss you. And uh, hopefully you get right and uh, get your Queensland face paint on and uh, give the Blues some curry on Sunday night. Even if you've got it, mate, just, you know, just... Just, just walk in the gate. You'll be sweet. Uh, Karen, oh, he's, a, he's actually a blue supporter, Jason. Remember? Oh, that's right. He is. I he's actually, one of them. I actually went to a friggin' state of origin in Sydney with him and Beta once, and they did they they g'd me up. I didn't even know where we were sitting, and we were row two of the Blatchy Blues section, and I was literally the only person with a Queensland jersey on, and that was the uh, that was game three of the year that we were going for the eight years in a row, and. Um, yeah, I almost got escorted from the stadium about five minutes into the game. So I uh, survived that night, but only just. So that's right, Cooley's a freaking blue. Well, Cooley can get fucked. Carrot, uh, mate, how are you going up in central Queensland? <coughs> yeah, very well, thanks, mate. Um, like Mac has said, looking forward, to the, looking forward to the game Sunday. It can't come quick enough. Yeah, looking forward to it. Well, that's where we're going to start, boys. Let's get right into it. Um, this week, we're going to do a bit of an origin preview. We'll have a brief look at the rep round uh, preview as well for this weekend um, between the three big games. Uh, and then we'll even get into a bit of a mid-season review. We'll do part one, which will be the top eight teams. And then part two, we'll record uh, tomorrow and we'll have that out later on this week. So plenty to get into it. Uh, Carrot, we'll start with you. Thoughts on both the teams? Any surprise selections with Queensland New South Wales? Nah, Queensland obviously only two changes. I think just obviously both both due to injuries. So uh, yeah, Queensland pretty straightforward. Oh, maybe maybe Corey Oates might have felt a little bit dotted. I think his oh, form probably it. been stop it. Probably been right up there. He's probably the form winger in the competition. But I can see why they went with Tuilagi. He could be a he could be a winger for the next you know five ten years for for Queensland. So that's probably understandable. He probably has a little bit more of a higher ceiling than Corey Oates. But um, yeah, New South Wales. But yeah, the old. I think I think it was two years ago, was it, when Freddie Freddie done the whole you know loyalty and this is what we're going to build New South Wales on. We're going to be like Queensland, all that rubbish. But geez, that went out the window after one six point loss. Like they were heavy favourites and one loss. And geez, I, I think he's had a massive overreaction. Like yeah, he's picked players that I don't even know. And like how was Victor Radley in the twenty two? He hasn't played in what six six seven weeks, and all of a sudden he's in the twenty two man squad. Like. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I, I mean, that's... Freddie, you know, as a player, played for both Penrith and uh, the Roosters, and it looks like unless you played for Penrith or the Roosters, you basically didn't get picked for New South Wales almost this, this game. So it was kind of a bit like that last game, and then they just doubled down and picked even more Roosters and Panthers players this game. So, 
Uh, yeah, Freddie showing a little bit of bias towards his uh, two former clubs. But, yeah, bringing up the team here, I mean, all-new centre pairing, Matt Burton and Steve Crichton, that's probably the biggest point for me. I thought that was a bit of a panic station. Obviously, Whiten was out, couldn't get selected. Um, Tony Staggs, what, what's going on with your Broncos boy there? Did he get dropped or is he still injured, Carrot? No, he got dropped, but I, I, I don't know who it was. I think it was, I think it was Gordon Tallis, actually, listening to him on Triple M this week. You know, he talks a bit of, bit of rubbish, Gordon, but he actually made the point. He said, when the ball gets out wide, who would you prefer to defend, Matt Burton or Katoni Staggs? I know Staggs was caught in back game one, but there isn't many players in the history of footy that in the outside backs that absolutely light it up in game one, especially in the centre. So Matt Burton's a solid centre, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd... I would have, if I'm, I'm from a Queensland, I'm more happy to defend Matt Burton than I am for Tony Stokes for that one. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Macca, what do you reckon about the Blues team, mate? Any, uh, you probably would have enjoyed Jakey Trojevich getting picked, mate. You're a bit of a fan of his. You, you kind of got the same body type and uh, and hair colour. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty much on the same par as uh, Kerrod over there. So I think Appy might offer a little bit more than Damien Cook. So I think that's probably one of the only good moves that I can see with the Blues. Cook's running game just doesn't seem to be there in um, mm. NRL, you know, week to week. So I think Appy and playing alongside those halves and Yeo at the lock, I think, yeah, I think that's probably the best play that Freddie could have done. But other than that, yeah, I think one too many changes and Queensland will be too good um, come Sunday. Talakai at 17. Why? Big body. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, big big body. I, I, don't, I don't sort of rate him too highly. I think, he's, I think he's solid enough and I think he'd probably do a bit of a job in the centres, but I don't think he's going to offer the impact that Carrigan will. I think I think that's what they're trying to combat. I think Freddie's just. I think he said during the week he's pretty much admitted to it that they're just trying to combat what Queensland done. So I think that's his idea of having that impact player, what Carrigan did. But yeah, there's a big difference between Carrigan's leg speed and Telecos. So yeah, I'm not, not sure what Freddie's plan is there. I don't know how he ejects him into the game, but up the middle no. in the last 20 or 30 minutes, I suppose. Again, I don't know. I don't know why they're going to use Talakai. Is he going to be a bit of a roaming sort of forward, even though he doesn't play in the forwards? I mean, I just, I just don't know. I mean, Nico Hines is again on the reserves bench. I thought that's probably the best player that didn't get picked in game one. He's again the best player that didn't get picked in game two because Nico just having another playmaker out there that can play multiple positions. I think that's just a valuable commodity that Freddie seems to have not picked again. They brought in guys like Gutho and Radley. They're obviously on the extended bench with Sawali and McLean. But yeah, it looks like a bit of a panic move from Freddie. Um, Queensland only really forced with the two changes. Uh, Ruben Cotter, he will be missed. I mean, probably did more work than anyone on the field in game one. Uh, but Tino just slots into the lock and then they put Lindsay Collins in the front row. The rest pretty much looks the same. Queensland by how many, boys? I'm going to go a nice close one again. I'm going to go eight points. Eight points? Well, it's bigger than the way they won in game one, Macca. <laughs> how many beers have you had? Yeah, it's still, still nice and close, but, you know, under 12. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think it's, I think it's nice. Uh, what about you, Carrot? Yeah, I think it'll be close as well. I think Queensland will get the cave. So I just, I don't, I don't know, Cleary and that'll be fired up. But um, and Teddy, but just think Queensland's forward pack looks more dominant than New South Wales forward pack, which is crazy after last year. Like you would never, have, never have dreamt that Queensland would be the dominant side, and they look better. They actually look better on paper, which is it, they do. Amazing. But you know, no Latrell and Turbo. I was having that conversation with a fellow today. You put Latrell and Turbo into that side, and it's New South Wales, you know, by ten to twelve points for me with those two in the centre. So they're 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 huge. So, but Queensland does look like a better side to your point. You know, Harry Grant and Ben Hunt, you take them every day of the week. But I think Appy's a huge inclusion. Like Macca said, Appy Appy has a bit more around the ruck than Cookie does. Like he's he's a bit smarter of a hooker. Cookie's got the more explosive pace, obviously. Uh, apparently, he's a beach sprinter. 
Yeah, I heard that but, about um, Yeah, Queensland, I think by six points again, that'll be my tip, mate. Yeah, they got one guy who's a beach sprinter, but they don't realise that everyone in Queensland grew up running on the beach, so we've probably got 17 of them out there. Um, yeah, I, right. I'm just, I don't know. I just, I, I really thought New South Wales were just going to win game two and we were going to have a decider in Queensland before the teams were even picked. And then looking at the teams, I'm like, it's almost like New South Wales are almost putting up the white flag. I just, there's just selection errors everywhere for them. There's probably four or five guys that probably shouldn't even be there or probably aren't, aren't even in the right, right position. So yeah, interesting one. Um, Queensland have got a nice settled team, but who knows? Maybe uh, New South Wales might come out a bit hungry in game two. Um, but Maka, hopefully the atmosphere is good there for you, mate. Are you going to start any Mexican waves? Well, I might take a couple of beach balls, eh? Get them around the um, around the stadium where we can sneak them in. Uh, looks like it's going to be a fine track too. I just checked the weather before, so mm. last time it was in Perth, it was um, pissing down rain. I remember mm. looking down, and uh, Lottie Dakiri was down in the rain in the stands with the plebs like us. The poor bloke, you would have thought <laughs> a father of his stature would have been, um, you know, in a, in a box somewhere. But no, he was one of the plebs like us, and yeah, he got a bit choked that game. So. Yep. Hopefully it's uh, yeah, a bit better weather. If you better are going to throw a beach ball around, mate, just make sure you give us a plug and write, you know, in big big letters and numbers, NRL seven twenty podcast. You know, make sure everyone knows uh, oh. we're representing out there. Yeah, it might be able to take a sharpie too. Yeah, here we go. Eh? <laughs> uh, now, obviously, might even, might even put a banner up too. Yeah, in Australia locals or something. You know, we'll see. <laughs> NRL seven, NRL seven twenty podcasting banner. Oh, yeah, true, true, yeah. There you go, mate. We're giving you all the ideas here, mate. We're thinking we'll be looking out for you. Yeah, we've got a good group of us. There's about 16, I think, in two rows. So, yeah. Look out for us, guys. Boys, also, with it's basically rep round week and we've got no NRL games, but uh, we've got New Zealand versus Tonga, Samoa versus Cook Islands and PNG versus Fiji all happening on Saturday at various venues. Uh, boys, which one are you looking forward to the most? Maka, we'll go to you first. Oh, I think um, New Zealand versus Tonga. I'm um, mm. just looking at it now. It's in Auckland, so... Yep. Been a long time since they've played footy over there, so it should be a big crowd. Yeah, it um, be. yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the one to watch. Yeah, that 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 will be the one. It's probably on paper got the the more star-studded lineup between the two. Um, Tonga in the last few years have really come along, and I guess they've got a bit more continuity between them now. With all the Pacific Islander nations, they always have massive forward packs, big strong running backs. The, their problems have always been in the halves, but both these teams have got decent halves now, so it'll be a, a pretty good game of footy. What about you, Kerry? Yeah, it's hard to go past that game, mate. I think Tonga's big issue is you look at their halves and, yeah, I think New Zealand win at the halves. But actually, Samoa's side looks pretty good too on paper. So, I think Cook Island don't look real strong. They've got a couple of good young Broncos players in it. But, um, yeah, it'll be the Tonga-New Zealand game. I think it'll get a pretty big crowd. Where where are they playing that game? Is it at? Which one, mate? No, nah, New Zealand-Tonga. That's the one at Auckland. It's at Mount Smart Stadium. Oh, it's, it's at Auckland. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Mount Smart. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 right. That'll be, yeah, that'll be sold out, no doubt. It'll be probably more Tongans there than New Zealand. Yeah, well, mate, basically you've got a, a pretty different halves pairing. You've got Jerome Hughes versus uh, Talatai Amon from the Dragons, so that's yeah. going to be a <laughs> bit of a difference in, uh, in, in, in halves, sort of uh, you know, steering the teams around the park there. Yeah, it's a huge yeah, match. Sure. He'll be all right. Nah, he'll he'll only be able to run it. That's what I mean. That's that's a huge difference. So Amon and Stags in the halves compared to Hughes and Brown. That's yeah, that's where New Zealand will win it anyway. All right, uh, boys. I'll spring who's one. The, who's the who's the hooker? Havili is the hooker Havili Michael? Uh, they've got him listed. Yeah, but I think they got the um, young New Zealand Warriors player too. So. Yeah, there you go. You look at the spine for spine for Tonga. That's 
yeah, that's mediocre. That's barely NRL. Well, it's not even really NRL standards fine compared to New Zealand. Yeah, not NRL experience. They're, you know, it's hard to compare them to someone like you know Billy Walters. You can't compare anyone to Billy Walters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boys, before we get into our uh, mid-season review and part one, and if it anyway, the the top eight teams. Who's who's been your biggest surprise this year, Maka? We'll go to you first, and try not to be biased and pick the uh, the mighty Red V, who are you know just in the in the top eight at the moment, where most people are probably expecting them to be in the wooden spoon category. But who's been your biggest surprise this year, Maka? Ah, oh, silly question. I think Cowboys. Mm. I had them between eleven and sixteen. Anyway, the bottom half of the um, eight. So for them to be sitting third, and what what are they? Yeah, clear third. So. Storm 24 and Panthers on 28. Yeah, I didn't see that happening at all, mate. So I thought Townsend for, what, 750, 800K. I thought that was probably um, the worst buy of the year. But, um, yeah, he's doing wonders, leading around the park. So he's doing doing his job and all the boys are getting around it. And, yeah, the coach is doing wonders up there. Yep, mediocre player. Mediocre player come good with a mediocre podcast. He's uh, he's turning his whole life around up in North Queensland, mate. So good on Chad Townsend. Uh, what about you, Kerrod? Yeah, I agree with Macca. Cowboys definitely. I expected this. I expected the Broncos to be around that seventh, eighth, sort of ninth position. That was where I was thinking the Broncos, but I was yeah, I was thinking the Cowboys would be down the bottom of the table, like Macca said. So, um, be Cowboys, Cowboys definitely, mate. I think that'd be everyone's surprised to be pushing for a grand final spotter. Sports yeah. that got them for eleven dollars now to take out the premiership. That's just crazy. That would have been five hundred to one. I would say at the um start of the season. Yeah, they would have been up there yeah, for sure. Yeah, would have been. Uh, now, Hinchy was supposed to be on this podcast. We haven't seen Hinchy on the pod for over a month now, ever since he said he would eat his shorts or run through Coles naked if the Cowboys ever uh, were serious contenders or even beat uh, the Storm. The next week, the, the Cows then went out and put 36 on him and beat him by 30 points. Uh, we haven't heard or seen Hinchy since. Getting into our mid-season preview here, uh, we might just start actually with the Storm. Their under over for the year was 17.5. They currently got 11 wins. Uh, Carrad, will they make over the 17.5? And are the Storm a little too top-heavy? Because we saw in those couple of games when they didn't have two of their big four, they kind of had some pretty heavy losses. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think the Storm, they're probably a little bit, like you said, too top-heavy with their they're four spine players. What would they be taking up? Um, three to four million dollars worth of cap, pretty easily. Oh, easy, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're just a bit weak in the outside backs, and it, it shows when they play the Panthers. You know, you look at the Storm centers, old and solid, but you got what Seve. There's nothing special. Coates is a good good winger, but you know, yeah, I just think they're going to struggle. I think they struggle up the middle. Their forwards just can't compete with the Panthers either. So, uh, I think they'll get their 17 wins, or they'll get close to it. But um, well, I think. Them and probably everyone else are just playing for second in here. Come on, mate. We know there's a couple of Queensland teams that'll give them a bit of a shake later on in the year. Macca, uh, what do you reckon about the Storm, mate? Um, seven and a half wins, currently 11. Will they get over the seven and a half? And uh, how are the Storm's premiership outlook? Yeah, how do you think? Is it all just weighing on making sure their big four are all you know, healthy come finals time? Or you know, is the rest of the team just a bunch of cucumbers running around? No, well, we haven't seen Pappy on the field for a few weeks now, so I think mm. once he gets fit, they're not even really using Brandon Smith at the moment, so I don't know mm. why they've limited his minutes, if it's because he's going to the Roosters or um, Harry Grant's just playing, you know, enough minutes and Josh King stepped up and, you know, doing the hard yards, making his tackles and his hit-ups, he's consistent. He's pretty much filled the shoes of um, what Dal Finucane has been doing for all those years at the Storm, but no, I still rate him, mate, they're... They won't get out of the top four and they'll be pushing for yeah, grand final appearance come end of the year. 
Yep. Now, on the other team we mentioned before there, the Panthers, they're obviously on top of the ladder. They've only had the one loss all year. Their under-over was the same as the Storm, 17.5. They've currently got 14 wins out of 15 games played, so uh, they're cruising along pretty well. Safe to say they'll probably get over that 17.5 wins. Carrod, uh, Panthers, are they going to repeat, yes or no? Yeah, not much point talking about it, mate. They're um, certainly for grand final and... 99% chance of them probably winning the grand final unless something pretty drastic happens at a moment. So if I gave you even odds, Penrith and the rest of the field, so you've got the other 15 teams to win the comp or you've got Penrith, who are you taking? Uh, yeah, less said about the Panthers is better, mate. There's really no need to discuss on the yeah, dead set certainties for the grand final and, the, and to win it, I would imagine. What about you, Maka? Are you taking the, round, the field? The or round ta- 20, I'm, taking, I'm taking Panthers, but the round 25 game should be a right. Panthers versus Cowboys, depends how many... Um, Mm. Stars each team rest. It's that you know Queensland Country Bank Stadium and good old Townsville. So yeah, be a good one. So coming into the finals, I dare say both those teams. You'd think the week before the finals, they uh they wouldn't be giving any secrets away, and they'll probably rest their entire squads. I reckon. I think they'll both be firmly planted in the top four. And uh, I mean, Penrith will probably already have the minor premiership wrapped up by the last season, last game of the season. So you think they'll probably just rest everyone and the Cowboys will probably do the same. But yeah, what about you, mate? I reckon the better the better game the better game will be round 22, Marco. I reckon Storm versus Panthers round 22 will be yeah. the... I reckon both sides will go at 110% for that one. That'll be the big one. Just on the Cowboys, they're the next team, but we've got a listener question here. Terry from Townsville. I know Hinchy likes the listener questions, but Terry from Townsville's legit. I don't know if he's Terry the tough cunt from Townsville or not, but he's asking, are the cows for real? So they're our next team on the list. Um, their under over the season was one of the worst. It was seven and a half wins. They've currently won 11, so they've already blown that out of the water. The Cowboys, odds for them to make just the grand final at least, boys. Carrot. I still, I still think they're just below. I still think they're below the storm. I know it'll sound funny because they they beat the storm pretty convincingly at home, but I still think when the whips are cracking at the end of the year, storm will be a bit too good for them. So yeah, I, I don't tip them to make the grand final, but I, I think they'll be right up there. And that game against the Eagles, that that pretty much proved to me that they are pretty legit. Like most NRL sides would have given up with that in the last what ten seven minutes to score two or three tries is pretty unbelievable. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't think they'll make it, but I, I think they'll be in the Final four, anyway. They'll be in the prelim, put it that way, anyway. Be in the prelim to make the grand final, you reckon? Okay. What about you, Maka? Yeah, that'll be my tip. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at their next, you know, six odd games, and they've got a pretty easy run the way they're playing to um, get to the finals. So, yeah, I think they're going to be very close to go all the way if they um, keep their form and no injuries. They got a loss um, next yeah. weekend, that'll hurt them, but that'll ruin the momentum when they lose Ooh. next weekend, I don't know. Broncos, uh, eh? Yeah, they'll, right. be, they'll, they'll be rolling the Broncos, mate. Don't you worry. I'm going to make sure all you Broncos supporters are coming on next week's pod too for the for the big game because he's all kind of catted it the first time around. So uh, it was only you know Fat Reese taking the the bullets from me on that podcast. But uh, he's all better make sure you show up for next week's big Reese to be there at the game. Surely, either eh? no, local, he's he's missing it, mate. He's he's heading to the snow tomorrow Ooh. for two weeks. So I'm gonna. I might try and uh, ring, you up, ring him up for five minutes and try and find out how fucking cold it is wherever he's going. Uh, I don't even know where he's going, if it's yeah. New South Wales or Victoria. But, yeah, no, he uh, he won't be there for the big clash. He's um he's pretty pissed about it, but uh, they've had that ski trip booked for ages. I think it was before even the draw came out. So, yeah, so there's free tickets if anyone wants them there. I'm happy to sell them on his behalf. Um, 250 bucks a pop. Um, just uh, message NRL 720 Podcast through the Facebook page or on the Gmail account, and uh, I'll hook you up with some uh, members area tickets for the Cowboys. Was Broncos clash next week, um, but uh, yeah, uh, next team will go. Oh, actually, Maka, what did, what did you say about the cows? 
Oh, I just got to say, the only game I can see him losing is round 20 against the mighty Red V. Um, other than that, they've got an easy <laughs> run, yeah. Hold All your horses, mate. 30 minutes, we'll... guys, or we'll blow them off the park. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to your Red V later, mate. They've been doing all right. They're, uh, they're doing better than a Newcastle team I know about anyway, so... All right, so cows. What, what do you reckon, Macca? If you if I gave you even odds for them to make the grand final or not make the grand final, what, what are you taking? Uh, I'm, I'm not taking it. I don't think they'll make the grand final. So is everyone dead set thinking it's going to be a repeat again of what third year in a row, whatever it was, or it wasn't last year? But I mean, basically the Panthers and and the Storm being the two best teams. Like no one thinks that anyone's got a chance of being in the grand final apart from them two. Oh, I don't know about that, but I just can't see the yeah Cowboys making the grand final. Um, when was the last time they made it? What year was that when Michael Morgan just ran a muck? Twenty seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not that good. Not going that good. No, I don't think it'll be Storm. I don't think it'll be Storm. I think it'll be Panthers Eels. I mean, seven at Parades. It'll be Panthers Eels. Panthers Eels. Okay, uh, last week's spot. I gave the Eels less than one percent chance of uh, winning the comp. All they need is all they need is to string three three to four games in a row together, and if they do that, they'll beat anyone. So. Mm. All right, we'll get down to the eel soon. Uh, in fourth place currently is the Sharks. Don't really know how the hell they've gotten there, but then I had a look at um, their season draw, what they've had so far, and it's probably been the most favourable one so far. I mean, they've played both the Titans and the Warriors twice, so there's four easy wins. Uh, they've had games against the Knights, the Dragons. They haven't actually beaten a top-five team yet, and they've only had one game against one. Um, but they've also lost to the Raiders twice. They've lost to the Storm, and they've lost to the Roosters, who haven't even been travelling that well. Their under-over for the year was 12.5. They're currently 9, so you'd think they'll get over their under-over number for the year. But Sharks, uh, they just had the easiest draw, and they're just beating the teams they're supposed to beat? Or how seriously should we be looking at them this year, Macca? Um, they've got a hard run, hard stretch the last three or four games coming up now, but then from round 21 to 25, they've got it pretty easy. So they're going to make the eight easy, uh, probably push to the top four, to be honest, the way if they um, keep getting a few more wins. Cause, How easy know, could it round... be? They've already played the Titans and the Warriors twice. It can't be that easy of a run. Oh, it is. Like if I go through, you know, round 17, they got Storm, so you'd say they lose that. Yep. 18 is Cowboys. You'd say they lose that the way the Cowboys are going. Yep. But then, and then Panthers round 19. That's a loss. But then after that, that's just, it's Rabbitohs, Dragons. Oh, come on, mate. Tigers, the dra- dragons will get them up. Eagles. Eagles at home will be tough. Bulldogs. And then the last round 25, they've got the Knights, which, yeah, oh. the way the Knights are going, mate, at McDonald's Jones Stadium. Ooh, no Knights. Against the Mighty Shark. Knights might need that to get into the eight. That'll be a big game. Um, I don't think they make the four. If they lose three games in a row, I can't see it. you can't see them making the top four. Not with the Broncos. The Broncos probably not losing another game this year. So, hang on, hang on. yeah, I'd say they'll, I'd say they'll miss the top four. Eels, Eels might knock them out of the top four. We'll <laughs> Actually, see Eels, yeah, Eels, yeah, Eels would be a good bit. Yeah. Um, all right, Carrot, what do you think? So you think Sharks probably make the four, but you know, they're, what? Yeah, I don't think they'll make top four. I think they'll be that seventh. I reckon they'll finish seventh eight. You lose three games in a row against those three sides, and it'll set on set them back. And they got to play the doggies twice. And if the doggies keep this form up, they're not easy wins by any means. Like, mm. yeah, they could be two losses. They could be two losses. So, um, I don't think they're a good enough side. I think Nico's a solid solid player, but I don't know if he's a premiership winning halfback. So, um, yeah, I, I have him around that seventh eight position, which. Which is yeah, it's a good improvement. What they finished ninth or tenth last year, so it's a solid improvement for them. 
you've, 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 you've thrown the gauntlet at a few players who just don't look like premiership winning halfbacks, mate. Um, I don't know. Have you, uh, is no, it, is Adam it, Reynolds. Is it a, yeah, exactly right. Is it just because you have Adam Reynolds that you, you're making that claim? It's just hard. It's, it's, hard it's, it's hard to compare anyone else to the GOAT, to be honest with you. Watching him run around the field, it's uh, majestic. So it's just hard Running. watching all these When's other... When's the last time he had a run? He doesn't have to run, mate. He's, he, we conserve him. We've got to get him through the next two or three years. So. God, he wasn't even one of the five best players at the Rabbitohs. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're talking him up a bit. Anyway. Well, well he, he, he is now, isn't he? He's a bit of a, bit of a change when the Rabbitohs are there. I'd say let's move on, but unfortunately we've, we've got to move on to the Broncos because they're in fifth spot at the moment. Um, my big question for you, Kerrod, uh, ten and a half wins for the season. They're currently got nine, so they're obviously going to get that over mark. Is their spine good enough to make a finals push? Oh, you'll have to be. I'd have to be honest. It's not good enough to win a grand final. Um, as much as I love Billy Walters and Corey Pakes, that the hookers' spot's not good enough to win a premiership. And I think the Broncos know that. They got a pretty, they got a very impressive young fella coming through who's playing in the Queensland under 19s Blake Moser. He's just signed until 2025 with the Broncos, so he's he's obviously the future of the club. And yeah, it isn't good enough, obviously, to win to win a comp. To Mary Mann's a serviceable fullback, but. He's not a um, not going to be good enough to win a premiership. So, and I think Ezra Mann stepped up, but you know he's only 19 years of age. So yeah, I'd agree it's not good enough to win the premiership. But compared to where we were last year, just making the finals is a is an achievement in itself. So who is who is going to be your settled spine? Because like you've had a few different hookers, you've tried a few guys at five eight, and obviously Reynolds has missed a few games at halfback. Tamari Martin obviously wasn't even the first choice fullback at the start of the year, so you've kind of chopped and changed your one, six, seven, and nine. Who, who do you think is going to be the spine come finals time? Oh, I think how yeah, they have it now. I think I think Ezra is that good, and the club has always knew that he was going to be the future of the club. He's just come on a bit earlier than probably anticipated with Gamble getting hurt. So it'll be Ezra and Reynolds you know, providing they're both fit. I think Corey Fakes and Billy Walters will do a serviceable job as the um, rotation of the nines and. You know, Tamari Martin's got all his flaws, but apparently his, his talk behind his talk is um, second to none in terms of lining up the defence and everything which they've missed. So he'll be the, he'll be the fullback for the rest of the season. So that'll be a one, six, seven, and nine. And you know, providing Reynolds stays fit, uh, there's been worse worse spines to win comps. So. All right. So I'll talk to someone who isn't completely biased now, Macca. Um, will next week's game against the Cowboys will that actually show where the Broncos currently are? Because they seem like they've done. All right against some okay teams this year. Um, but, yeah, where, where do you see them That from someone who isn't a biased Broncos supporter, Macca? Oh, don't worry about next week, Jason. You worry about Sunday the 10th of July when they come up come up against the Mighty Dragons. Oh. <laughs> They'll blow them off the path, mate. So you're basically saying they're going to come out of origin with back-to-back losses? They will. They will, yep. yeah. That's, that's, that's an origin weekend, too. That's when no origin players are there. Oh really? The so dragons will they, be pumped. yeah, all no. the dragons. Ben, or... No, Benny Benny Hunt might be there. They're a one man band. So oh. Benny Hunt's not there. I've heard that if uh, <laughs> Queensland yeah, Benny Hill. Hunt backs nah, up. Yeah, no, I've heard if no, uh, Queensland wrap it up in 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 Perth, I've heard Benny Hunt's just going to shaft game three and he's just going to focus on the Broncos game. That's that's the mail I've heard. That's not a backup game. I don't think that's a no players are playing game, so there won't be any backing up. Benny Hunt will be there, mate. Um, yeah, Macca, what do you what do you really reckon about these Broncos? No, I don't know. Yeah, Cam pretty much said it all. You know, the spine, the spine's all right, but it's not. You know, it's no Panthers spine or you know, no Storm spine. So they're getting the job done. But I still look at the Cowboys spine too, and they got Dearden and Townsend 
as um, halves, so I didn't rate them yeah. at the start of the year. They're super As long stars. as the boys keep doing their job, you mm. um, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. A bit of luck, injury free. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a nice game. They're always close. Um, you know the local derbies, and it's going to be played in uh, played in Townsville as well. So mm. yeah, five thirty five thirty games. So no, I think it'll go either way. You know, haven't seen a golden point for a while between these two teams, so you never know. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I'll admit the Broncos have been a little bit better this year than I thought they'd be. Pains me to say it, but oh, I honestly think they'll probably go out in straight sets come finals. If they do make the fourth spot, I can see them losing to Penrith in week one, and then I can probably see someone like, I don't know, are you, someone are you like an, an Eels or a Roosters in, in round two that, that might maybe uh, – or maybe a Dragons or a Knights that make a, a finals push. Uh, they could probably beat the Broncos in the second round. Right? <laughs> Dragons Come or on Knights. now. <laughs> Knights aren't pushing anything. They're pushing the story. Get, get, get away from the Knights. <laughs> oh. Knights are done, mate. They need to push fucking 1.4 million sure. or whatever you've paid for Ponga. That's the stupidest buy you can do, mate. Hey, he's been playing <laughs> well lately. He's been playing well lately. He can't do it all on his own. He's – He's got Kurt Mann as his team. Yeah, mate. that's your problem. You spend too much money on the one player. Ah, He's a cook for the next five years. Milford's the answer. He, look, he looks good out there. I love Milford. <laughs> I, I really wish he was sticking around next year, but unfortunately he's committed to He is, to, mate. To Knights have offered him a four-year deal. No, no, no. No, no, no. He's staying at the Knights. Nah, he's staying at the Knights, nah, mate. He says he loves Redcliffe. He, he wouldn't let Uncle Wayne down like that, so he's he's, he's going. So I'll uh, build the club around I'll help pack his fucking bags for him. Don't you worry about that. Um, all right. So let's move on now to the sixth place team, which is the Eels. Had a good win after having an absolute shocking game against the Dogs two weeks ago. They had a good win against the Roosters. Um, they've been the, the Jekyll and Hyde team for the year. Um, I don't know. It just seems like they're a team that had quite a lot of guys that were off contract. And I've never been a fan of guys signing contracts. I mean, we mentioned earlier, can't remember which one of you boys said it, but about Cheese, uh, Brandon Smith at the Storm, like just doesn't, his minutes are being cut, he doesn't really look like he's that engaged this season because he's already signed elsewhere with the Roosters for the next few years. So I've always hated when guys sign with another team like a year or 18 months in advance. I just don't know how you're supposed to, you know, get the the most out of that bloke week in, week out when he knows he probably just doesn't want to get injured for his new team in a year's time. So... Uh, the Eels, it just looks like they had, you know, half their team was off contract this year and they were negotiating guys like Isaiah Papali off to the Tigers and a few others. So, yeah, I mean, is that what's been hurting them this year? I mean, their 13 and a half wins for the season was their under over. They're currently at nine. So you'd think even with all the, the off-field distractions, they'll probably get there over. But where are they really going to go in terms of a finals run? Kerry, you said you still think they're going to make the grand final. Oh, I still back them, mate. That when they play, when they're on, you can see the results. They beat the Panthers in the storm. It was it was twenty six sixteen or whatever it was against the Roosters, but they knocked off in that second half of the Eels, and they sort of coasted through that game. So their forward pack when they're on is it's the best forward pack in the comp. Papali'i, Matto, and uh, Lane are the best back row in the comp um, for me when they're all playing well. And you get Paulo and Gillard up front. So I think they can. I, I genuinely believe if they can just string together, if they they got to sneak into the top four, but is the big thing for the Eels. I don't think they can win it from coming fifth or sixth. I think four weeks in a row of hard games will be too much for them. Geez, no one will want to play the Eels the first week of the finals. Like, if they finish fourth and they play Panthers first week, geez, that'll be, that'll be a heck of a game. So, I, I think they can win it, but like I said, they've just got to finish in that top four and they've got to find a way to beat these bottom sides and get in that top four. 
Macca. The Eels have got the mighty Broncos um, two times before finals, Carrot. What's mm. going to happen there, mate? That's a, that's a, if you want yeah, to well, make top four or Broncos, put them this out. They're going to – well, there's two losses for the Eels, unfortunately, so they might struggle to make that top four. So. <laughs> uh, oh, mate, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, you, you watch, I, watched that, I watched that first half against the Roosters, and I know Roosters aren't what they used to be, but that Eels in the first half, they were just – they were schmecko. Like, they were – yeah, they were – very, very impressive, which it's bloody, it's hard to imagine when you watch that where the way they played against the dogs the previous week. And they had no one out against the dogs. They had the same side. So, yep. Um, yeah, they just got to find consistency. And if they do, I, I, I'm backing them in. I'm backing them in. Could be the end of the, how long has it been since they won a premiership? Jason, you would have been born. You would have been nearly born the last time they won, won a premiership, wouldn't you? Uh, unfortunately, I actually was alive when they won their last premiership. That was 1986. Um, was so that last time they won? Holy. That was the last time they won, mate. They had basically half the uh, New South Wales and Australian team. They had uh, Brett Kenny and Peter Sterling in the halves. So, not that I would know, mate. I was friggin' four or five years old at the time, but yeah, 86 was the last time Parramatta won. Yeah, nice. How many wooden spoons have they had, Jason? <laughs> Stuff for me. Have a guess. I've got the number. Bit of trivia. Since Bit then? of trivia Bit for of the trivia. Hang on. Since, since 86 or in their total time? Total time, oh, dating back to the first one was 1947. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know total time, but I think since they won the Premiership, I, think they they hold. I don't think they've had a wooden spoon since. Oh, well, not in my lifetime anyway. Well, that's yeah, they have. Few, yeah, they have. There they have. They won the, they've got the wooden spoon a few years back when Gutherson was captain. I think they reckon they've had seven or eight. Fourteen in total. Holy heck. Parramatta, were, record, founded in, Parramatta were founded in 1946, and they had the wooden spoon in 1947 was their first one, and their last one was 2018, as uh, Kerry just mentioned. Yeah, Gutho was, was captain. That was the year Brad Arthur coming, I think. Or, and or I think when Highmarsh was playing, had back-to-back by looks here, 2012, 2013. Back yeah, that's when he retired. Yeah. Similar to the Newcastle night. Hey, 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 get off it now, mate. Nathan Brown is a great coach. No slander on this podcast of the great Nathan Brown. Um, all right, well, there we go. So well, what do you reckon, Macca? Where do you honestly think they'll finish? It'll be that fourth or fifth. It depends how they go against uh, Carriage Broncos, but they do have a pretty kind draw. There's a few hard games there, but they can knock off the Broncos. Well, yeah, they're, they're going pretty well then. they got do, the Warriors found 18. Do they win they a do finals play game? The Panthers. Do they win a finals game, yes or no? Yeah, they'll win a finals game. Yep, That's right. You remember last year, what they lose that? That um, not the prelim, the game before the top. Yeah, they lost that game to the Panthers by two points, and they probably should have had a just allowed try right at the end. Look, <laughs> that's yeah. how close they were to bloody nearly winning the grand final. So um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about that team. I'm just <laughs> a sniff test. It just doesn't doesn't work for me. There's there's something fishy going on with that team. I don't I don't like the way they're playing. And um, this is their year. This is their year. If they don't win the comp this year, it'll be another forty years till they win it. They're losing their hooker and. Who else are they losing? Papali. Papali. That's two big losses for them. Yeah. Nakora. Yeah. And yeah, Nakora, yeah. They lose. Once they lose yeah. those three, that's it. They're done. So they've got to win it this year. Mm-hmm. Hodgson's going to be no, nowhere near what Naomi is. So it's all in for the Eels this year, mate. All right. Uh, team in yeah, seventh. Yeah, as just said, semi final 8 6 was, yeah, nice close game. Team in seventh place, South Sydney Rabbitohs. I don't know how the hell they're in seventh, but. Their record so far this year is seven and seven. Now their under over was fifteen and a half. Both Fat Reese and I said smash the under because I have no idea how the Rabbits are going to win sixteen games this year. So far, it's looking like that because they've only got the seven. Um, will they make finals? Yes or no, Carrot? That eighth spot's going to be an absolute logjam between them, the Raiders, the Eagles. Um, I don't think Dragons will be 
competing for it. Um, you but, think Latrell, I mean, would make a huge difference to that Rabbits team. I mean, they've still got some pretty classy rep players there and maybe Latrell is just that type of guy that's going to give them that, that bump over the line to maybe win a few more games in the back end of the year. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not tipping them in anyway. I don't think Latrell's that big of a that big of a thing. Latrell can't pick. What, how many points did Dragons put on in the first half? 30-something points. The troll doesn't pick that. So. No, ask, ask Macca, um, you know. No, nah, Rabbits can't make it, mate. They're only going to win the next um, two or three games from round 16 to 25. They've got um, a very hard draw. So yeah, their draw is ridiculous. They're, they're out of the eight. What do they play the Knights three times, Scratch do they? Them. Well, they play the Knights round 17, but oh, that's, that's about it. Then the rest that's is, awesome. yeah, crazy. Oh, they got Bulldogs round 18, but then the rest. Yeah, Panthers, Storm, Roosters. I think Eels again, top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, right I, I can't back them in. They, I think they missed the eight. So they missed the eight. Kerry, do you think they missed the eight or make it? Yeah, I think they missed the eight. I hope they missed the eight. The way Cody Walker carried on and has been carrying on, I'd be more than happy to see the Rabbitohs miss the eight. Oh, well, super coach. He, he has a impeccable timing as always. Whenever the ship looks like it's about to sink, he'll jump off first. So, uh, yeah, Rabbitohs is going from grand finalist to not even making the eight the next mate, year. He wanted to, mate, he wanted to stay another year. The Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs didn't want him for another year. So. They didn't want him. Can't blame, didn't. This one on, can't blame this one on Wayne like the Knights have for the last 10 years. Hey, 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 hey. We're still blaming him too. He's wrecked that town. Uh, in eighth spot, the last team we're going to talk about on this podcast for part one, the mighty Red V, the Dragons, St. George Illawarra. Uh, bringing up the rear of the top eight, Macca, your team, in my eyes, they've been the surprise team of the year. I honestly thought they were probably one of three teams that were going to get the wooden spoon. Uh, their under-over suggested that. They were only eight and a half wins. They've currently got a nice seven wins. Um, they're obviously going to get the over. Macca, why are the Dragons playing so good this year? Oh, I can't I can't say they're playing good, mate. We're, um, I think it's like a win-loss, win-loss record, to be honest, so... It's um, just a bit of luck, I think. I think the boys turned up for Macca's 300, but, yeah, never confident watching the Dragons play, so we just have to wait and see. You know, Raiders, i probably say Raiders will put some points on us. We have to come out of the gate like we did um, last week, but the only reason I think we played well was, you know, young the young Rabbitohs hooker, uh, halfback, sorry, he, you know, dropped the ball off the kickoff and he got hooked pretty much 20 minutes in. Mm. You know, we scored... 30-odd points within 30 minutes, and then we didn't get another point on the board. So um, you can't do that against quality teams. And, yeah, we've got a pretty hard draw as well. So, Have you dusted off um, the Red V jersey, mate? Have you been wearing it around the streets of Perth lately, or what's been happening? Uh, only, only when we win, mate. You never wear your jersey when you lose. So, <laughs> oh, Fair enough. Yeah, no, nah, we've, we've got a pretty hard draw, mate. So um, it's going to be touch and go. We'll be fine for that eighth position. There's a few other teams, you know, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Eagles, like Kerry mentioned, but... Don't make the eight? Uh, not, no, I can't say. I'm not confident, mate. No. Yeah, no, nah, they won't make that, mate. I was just looking at oh. their next three games. They got the they got the Raiders, then the Broncos, Roosters. So I won't be tipping them any of those games. If they got one of those games, they'd be doing well. They'll play the Broncos in round 17, but that'll be without Benny Hunt. I know Broncos will be without Haas and Haas, Carrigan and Capewell, but you'd take those three out. Like Benny Hunt is literally the lifeblood of that side, so. Reynolds probably uh, won't, won't be in that game either, though. What, he's going to get called <laughs> up for origin? No, he'll just get COVID or hamstring or injured. something. Yeah, he'll just be injured, some, just, some, some excuse. We, we'll just we still win games without Reynolds and Dragons. Wouldn't, Dragons wouldn't win any South Wales Cup game without Ben Hunt. So. <laughs> uh, we, got, we, got, we got the Broncos twice um, 
before the finals. So I'll probably put a bet on with Kerr that um, see if either team win both games, I'll throw a cheeky 50 on it and uh, yeah. see it. They got there we go. Raiders, Broncos, Roosters, Eagles, and then Cowboys. So I won't tip them in any of those games. So, yeah, no, put the Sharpies straight through the Dragons. They aren't making me out. All right. Fine. Uh, I'll probably say the same thing. I think there's probably a couple of teams in the uh, the bottom eight that just might have a bit of a run and come up. So, uh, yeah, Macca, unfortunately, I'm going to agree. No, I aren't making mate. a run, mate. Mate, we will get into the Knights in part two. Um, now, before we wrap up this week's pod uh, for part one, uh, Kerrod, have you got anything you want to say to Hinchy and Storm supporters about that game from Friday night? Apparently... You and the rest of the Broncos nation are, are blowing up. Apparently, the the referee costumes the game as usual. Standard when you play the Storm, you always got to combat the uh, referee in the in the bunker. Yeah, nothing nothing new there, mate. There's obviously they've been watching a bit of Cam Brady, Cam Brady during the week. The the Storm, so yeah, unbelievable. We'll bounce back to finals, mate. We'll take them out 2006 or 2006 odds. Not 2006, mate. He's still clinging on to that premiership. What is it, 16 years ago now? 16. Jesus, it's been a long time, hasn't it? If Cowboys make the grand final, but I'll be um, on that next plane to wherever the game is and we'll be doing a um, 2015 rehearsal again, guys. So, yeah. Mate, you're going to have, have a baby that's a few weeks old. You won't even be leaving your living room. <laughs> <laughs> mate, <laughs> six, 16 years ago, Carrot. So, have you... Half my life, mate. Did you? Well, I was about to say, did you have did you have sex before they won a premiership last, or like what what, what came uh, first? I don't I don't know, mate. It's been that long. Ooh. I can barely remember. <laughs> <laughs> two thousand two thousand six, a long time ago, mate. <laughs> uh, nah, nah it, this is it. This is it. Oh, this is the year, mate. This is the year until until next year. That's right. I had to think about your question earlier too, Jason. Um, when was the when did you score your first? Oh, try sorry, boys, I completely forgot about that. I was supposed to lead the podcast with that, but uh, yeah, horrible host I was. Uh, yeah, Macca, how many games of footy did it take you to score your first try in, in rugby league? Well, I can't remember my first because I scored a few, but um, I remember the one I didn't score because their um, <laughs> under sixteen game between Kerry was playing as well. I think it might have been the five eight on this game. Cowboys versus Innisfil Leprechauns coming against you know all the rich kids and. Uh, Dummy, a little scoot out of dummy half as you usually do, right near the um, Leprechaun's try line. And Robbie Beater stopped me from scoring on my birthday, oh. on my 16th birthday, mate. I was gutted. I couldn't believe I got over the line. I was ready to start celebrating. I knew I could see the chalk, and he managed to get his slimy walk hands underneath oh. that ball and um, held me up, mate. So typical Beater, just yeah, spoiling, yeah. spoiling the fun times for everyone as usual. Yeah, but as as we all do, mate, we were all mates and had a cracked a few beers afterwards and, yeah, we all moved on. But every time I catch up with him, you know, he likes to rub that little story in. So yes. shout out to old Robbie Beater and PT Fitness if he's still got that thing going on. PT Friend, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm still a friend of PT Friends on, on Instagram. I don't know um, how it's going these days, but, yeah. I can't remember if Carrot scored too many tries playing for the Cowboys, oh, mate. Carrot, yeah. yeah when was How go. many games till your first first try, Carrot? They call me the young Adam Reynolds, oh, so I just oh, set them. I just set. I just set, I just set them up, mate. <laughs> you need you need someone leading the boys around, and that was um that was myself, mate. Mm, right, yeah. Well, he took uh, all the body, conversions. He wanted all the cream. My body was about the same as what Adam Reynolds is now. It's cooked. It was cooked. It was- at 16. So. Well, for me, I was a I was a whippersnapper winger in my very first game, as they usually do. You put the the no name 
shit player on the wing, usually first game, but uh, two tries on debut. Uh, we won 18-14 and scored the game-winning try about two minutes before full-time. So uh, there you go. That was, my, that was my debut game, boys. So first game, scored my first two tries of my career, and I think I finished the season on four tries. So uh, Four tries. Peaked a little too early. Yes, that's everyone's excuse, mate. <laughs> That's going to do it for part one of our mid-season review. Carrot and Macca, make sure you boys get good good night's sleep and ready for part two tomorrow. Macca, keep the 4X goals going in Queensland for us and uh, make sure you get that NRL 720 plug happening for us. Will do, Jason. I'll try my best, mate. I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, boys. See you, boys.